podcast. We are a Bible study in a neighborhood in North Texas, and we're just normal people living out our faith. LIFT stands for Ladies in Fellowship Together. And we have been going through Advent. So this week, we are in the second week of Advent, and this is a week of joy. A lot of my readings this week have been about John the Baptist and some some thoughts around him. So I wanted to just kind of walk through a couple of things that I've been learning and and just thinking about and pondering and considering and just throwing out some things for for you to think about this season. My first reading was in the book of Isaiah, um, chapter 40. In it, it says, prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. We know that this is something that was quoted in the book of John, talking about John the Baptist, who prepared the way of the Lord. He was the voice of one crying out in the wilderness. So some things to consider here is, what must I do to prepare his way, to prepare for Christmas, to make his path straight? Some people may say, well, why do I need to do that? You know, we are his hands and his feet. He left us here with his spirit in us, God with us, so that we can do his work. So I'm doing an Advent study alongside some of some other Advent readings, and this one is the Henry Nouwen one. And he says, compassion can never coexist with judgment. When we judge our neighbors, we create a distance that prevents us from really from having a, a meaningful relationship. When I think about that, compassion versus judgment, so breaking that down, it's true. If I have a judging heart, if I'm looking at what others are doing and looking down upon it, I'm not being compassionate. And I am judging. That's a, a judging spirit. The verse that he gives is from Luke chapter 6. It says, Do not judge and you will not be judged. Do not condemn and you will not be condemned. Forgive and you will be forgiven. Give and it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be put into your lap. For the measure you give will be the measure you get back. It reminds me of concentrate, you know, concentrated juices. It's super strong. A little bit goes a long way. And and that's how forgiveness is. When we forgive, it goes a long way. It goes hand in hand with compassion. You know, let's stop comparing. I wouldn't do it that way. That's a judging spirit. I do it too. We just need to to stop. I have to do, do, do. We need to get out of that, that trap and feel pressured into doing everything and not needing help. I was talking to a friend yesterday in the, in the grocery aisle and she said she felt really guilty because she had committed to go to the, her child's field trip but too many things had piled up. And so she had to say no to that so that she can do some other things. It's not a big deal. I skipped it too. 
We talked about this, I believe, in our last podcast, having permission to say no sometimes, offering compassion. If someone doesn't do exactly what you think they should do, that's a judging spirit. Let it go. Let God bring that person back to where they need to be because only he can only God can judge really only he can change the hearts of man of men and women so I was also reading uh, another devotional and it talked about stillness standing still before God and it gave a description of picture just being in God's presence and him just wanting to take a look at you. You know, wow, you've grown in the past 20 years, 30 years, 40 years. You've gotten big. You've changed. The way we used to have devotions when you were first a Christian isn't the same. You know, how has your faith changed over the years? Think about that with the Lord. Let the Lord just take a look at you. He is with you always. Emmanuel. The second reading of this week was in the book of John, and it was talking about John the Baptist. It says, What has come into being in him was life, and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify to the light so that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify to the light, the true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. And of course, we know that that scripture is talking about John the Baptist introducing Jesus. You have been sent to. God has placed you here in this moment, this year, in this time, 2018. Sometimes I think about that. I mean, God was purposeful to put me in 2018. And you know what? I am very thankful because I honestly, I don't know if I could have made it back in the back in the 1700s or in the farming days where you just don't have all of the neat things we have today. I don't know if I could have made it. I mean, outhouses, I'm not a fan of that. Anyway, we have been put here in this moment and in this time and in your place and in our neighborhood, how are we being a light to those who walk in darkness? I think of a lot of ladies in our neighborhood who are, who just shine so bright. I think of Sharon Davis, who does the shoe boxes and rallies our neighborhood to do that. That's what our Christian faith is all about. It's service. It's learning together. It's growing together in Jesus. We have been sent. God has placed us here to be a light in the darkness, to share the good news. And sometimes it's not admit, believe, confess, all this stuff. Sometimes it's just showing love to one another. Sometimes it's putting together a meal train for someone who's sick. And again, our neighborhood does a great job of that. It's loving one another. That's sharing the good news. Now, to kind of switch gears a little bit, let's consider what ends up happening to John the Baptist. I kind of, as an aside, I always wonder, why didn't John the Baptist join Jesus and his disciples? I mean, he was the one who was called to 
to come before Jesus. I wonder, I just, I always wonder that. Why didn't he join Jesus in the gang, you know, and, and walk with Jesus and listen to Jesus? And then when Jesus sent out his disciples two by two, he could have been one of those doing that. Um, but he wasn't. John was beheaded by King Herod at the request of his wife's daughter. Messed up because his wife, his daughter, or his stepdaughter, went to his her mother and said, what should I ask for? And she said, ask for the head of John the Baptist. I mean, how messed up is that? I don't know how old she was. Many people believe she was like in her late teens, but we don't know. I mean, a child asking for the head of a, a prophet, it's messed up and it's horrible. It reminds me of the persecuted church. You know, there are people even today being imprisoned for their faith, being killed for their because of their faith in Jesus. It shouldn't be that way. Will and I are involved in a ministry called Open Doors, and they help the persecuted church. They help send supplies to them, Bibles to them that they need. They also have on their website prayer sheets that you can leverage and you can pray for the persecuted church every day, and it gives you specific needs, things that are going on. And I can send resources, you know, pray for the persecuted church, strength, courage, safety, and endurance. This week, as you go about your week, just consider, let's strive to be more compassionate towards one another, more forgiving towards one another, even for those who don't deserve it. Do it anyway. As Christians, we are called to a harder walk. It's easy for us to love people that are easy to love, but God calls us to a higher standard. He wants us to love everyone. And in Him, we can do that. We can love those people. <laughs> we can muster the strength to love those difficult people. So shine His love to everyone you meet. And thank you for listening, and have a wonderful week. Music